Do you travel for a living and struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle like I do? Or maybe you just struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle in general. This is the Road to Health Podcast and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. I travel for business often, which presents some challenges in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and interview on my show to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that come from traveling for business, but by working on a few key areas of my mental and physical health, I'm managing to get healthier as I go. No one needs to take this journey alone. So if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me for this ride on the road to health. Well-traveled, well-lived. Hey everyone, what's going on? Today's show is about developing consistency. My name is Tamar, your host on the Road to Health podcast, and I thank you so much for joining me today. Let me start off by asking you a question. Have you ever wanted to achieve a goal so badly that when you started down this path, you gave it your all, 100%. You followed everything to a T. You did everything you were told to do. And then after a few weeks, you just felt like you were expending so much energy that you just didn't have the willpower to continue. I don't know how many times I felt like this, but it's a lot. And this is exactly why I'm discussing today's topic. You know, it's no wonder why a lot of us struggle to get back on track after we've had success with some sort of a diet or some sort of a goal achievement. I know that yo-yo dieting is a huge part of my story. And, you know, it was always because I... I felt like I had to go all in, right? I felt like, okay, this is my one and only chance to get skinny, to feel good about myself. I got to do it. And I would put myself through such physical and mental torture to do whatever it took to reach my goal. Now, oftentimes I wouldn't actually reach that goal, but the times that I did, I was so tired at the end of it that I just wanted to take a break. You know, I did it eight years ago uh, back in 2012 when I started my health journey. I, for a year straight, pretty much lived off chicken, broccoli, and rice. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I had absolutely no creativity when it came to my cooking. So I'm totally at fault for that. You know, I could have spiced it up, I could have been a little bit more experimental, but I wasn't, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to say it anyway. And, you know, so it became boring for me. I needed to, you know, spice it up a bit and I chose not to do that. I just thought, nope, it's easier if I just follow this exactly by the book. Um, I overdid it with the working out. So when I lost that 75 pounds, I was so excited, but also exhausted physically and mentally that I took a break and I took a very long break. And then each and every time I tried to get back on track because I knew what worked for me or I thought I knew what worked for me. 
but I couldn't get back at it, right? Because I just, first of all, when I started again, I, that whole, you know, just kind of mental and physical exhaustion, the, the memories of that just kind of took over. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this again. And, you know, I would do it for a short period of time. And then I just, I gave up, right? Because it was just, it was too tiring and I didn't have the energy to go on. And so the reason I love uh, the topic of consistency is because throughout my journey, I have made so many mistakes, but now instead of using those to fall back and go, you know what, okay, I'm done, I give up, I failed. I actually use those mistakes to figure out what I can do better next time. And that has changed a big, big part of my life. So for those of you who can actually relate to this type of experience, you know, maybe it's happened consistently for you like it has for me. Think back to those times where you were successful and then all of a sudden, you know, a few months later, you would turn around going, what the heck happened? You know, I gained this weight back. I knew how tough it was to lose it or I knew how hard it was to reach my goal. Why on earth would I go backwards again? And instead of looking that as a failure, start looking at it as a way to improve. Start looking at it as an experience because, you know, today I don't have any regrets for the things I've done. Are there things I wish I would have done differently? Yes, but ultimately... Every single thing that I've done in my lifetime, including the whole addiction part, it has led me to where I am today and it's given me the experience to learn from it and to also improve what I'm doing today. And, you know, the biggest improvement has been that consistency. It's been creating these small habits that I started one at a time. I started to do them daily and the outcome has been much, much bigger than I ever thought possible. So I would say, you know, early 2019, when I really started to develop that consistency, it was around working out. Now, I had always been very up and down. It was all in six, seven days a week, or it was nothing at all. And, you know, when I started to get back into it in um, 2018, I would go to the gym fairly regularly. But what happened is because I was working out in the afternoon, Oftentimes, if work was busy or I was stressed out or I just wanted to go home and eat or just, you know, go chill and watch Netflix, I just, I could think of any excuse in the book to miss working out. It was the one thing that I would always put off. And, you know, I would tell myself, well, I want to work out three or four days a week. And that was, that was my goal, right? I'd set it. I was going to do it. Um, Monday didn't feel like it, right? Busy day. It was a Monday. I would always use Monday as an excuse. And that was also actually, interesting enough, my start date for my new goal every Monday. Um, But, you know, I'd be like, ah, you know what? I missed it today. That's okay. I still have six days left to go. Tuesday, same thing. Wow, it was almost like a Monday. I don't feel like going to the gym today. And so I just wouldn't go. And this just became this regular justification that I had, right? Oh, I have a few more days. I have a few more days. But then before I knew it, it was Saturday and I'd maybe gotten one workout in, sometimes none, which was most of the time. And so I finally decided, you know, I'm worth it. I want to get healthy. I want to get motivated again. How do I do this? And so I knew that the afternoons weren't working. It was giving me too many outs and I had to work out in the morning. Now, I had tried this before and I did not like getting up early. I, you know, would I enjoyed it when I got home, but ultimately it's not something I wanted to do. 
but I was important enough um, for it, I felt at that point. And I thought, you know, I need to get healthy, I need to improve my lifestyle. And I'm worth this effort. And so I started waking up an hour early. I started going to the gym. I kept it short at first. You know, I didn't I didn't start off right away getting up at 3.30 in the morning and working out. I just kind of did it by small increments. Then once I started doing that, I actually realized that instead of going to the gym, coming home, getting ready and going to work, I would like to have a coffee in between there. And so I started getting up a half an hour earlier than that. And gradually, it got to the point where I was getting up at 3.30 in the morning. Now, I don't do that today. I, it's usually about 4.30. But, you know, I was getting up at 3.30 in the morning. I was going for about an hour workout. So I had extended the workout. And then I would come home. I would enjoy a coffee. Sometimes I would journal. Um, I would, you know, do something creative and really just take my time getting ready. And then I could slowly get ready for work, be out the door, and I started to not feel as rushed. So what started out with a workout habit actually ended up being a full morning routine. And part of this I got from reading Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning. It's fantastic. I recommend you pick it up. And so I just started I just started to develop this morning routine that actually ended up making me feel so much better because when I went to work at that point, I'd already been up for about, you know, three, four hours and I was wide awake when I got to work. I was ready to take on the day and my day wasn't as stressful. And the best part about that is if I did have a busy day or something came up because life always comes up and gets in the way, I didn't have to worry about working out anymore. You know, I didn't have to make plans at the end of the day. I didn't have to go out. And so I was taking care of what was really important to me first thing in the morning before anybody else was awake in my household and I could get it done and have no excuse for the rest of the day. And you know what? At the end of the day, if I was tired, I'd go home and I'd watch Netflix and chill, which is one of my favorite things to do. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to get up early in the morning to work out, but if you're like me and you come up with all the excuses in the world to not go to the gym in the afternoon, um, I know there's a lot of people who have kids and you know what, you guys, I commend you, hats off because you're taxi drivers, it's like you have a whole second or third full-time job. Um, so I am very fortunate in that way, but if you do struggle with this, you know, get yourself some resistant bands and work out at home for half an hour, you know, get up a half an hour earlier you know, sneak downstairs or whatever, wherever you can go work out and just pump out a workout in half an hour before anybody in the family's up. And, you know, eventually you just get used to it. After 30 days of doing this, it actually doesn't become as difficult and it doesn't take as much willpower to complete this. So one of the other habits that I developed very early on was tracking my food. Now, I did this back in 2012. Um, I wrote it in a journal. So I wasn't entering it into an app or anything, but I would start kind of getting used to that. I didn't love doing it back then because I was handwriting everything. I just find apps so much more convenient. Um, but yeah, I would start logging my food. And, you know, I stopped doing that for a while after everything crashed and I'd lost the weight and hit my goals. I just, I let up on everything. But when I started thinking about losing the weight again, because it had slowly crept back up, I got back to about 186 pounds. 
I knew that logging my food was something that really helped me with. It's something that I could get back into. And so I download my I downloaded my fitness pal and I just started logging my food. And it's funny, my spouse and I were having a conversation about this um, a few months ago about, you know, how heavy I had gotten and why. And he always saw me logging my food, right? I would always be very consistent when it came to tracking what I ate, even if I had cheat meals for a month straight. Um, it was never that excessive. But, you know, just saying when I wasn't on plan for a month straight, the one thing I would still do is track. I would track my exercise and I would track my nutrition. And that just got me in the the habit. So when I was actually ready to get serious about it again, which was early 2019, I was already in the habit of logging my food. So it wasn't any different for me to do that. It just was really easy. You know, it didn't take that like, oh, I don't want to track this. It's, you know, it gets boring. It's time consuming. And Honestly, today, I will typically track um, three days in advance. So I will plan what I'm going to eat when I'm on the road. It's a little more difficult, but I kind of get an idea. And I will just enter my food three days in advance. So for three days, I don't have to do nothing. It's already in there. I just open my app in the morning when I wake up. I check out what I'm going to eat. I might prep some stuff or I might have done it already on the Sunday before. I cook it up and I'm done. And it just makes things so much easier um, after you've done it for a long period of time. But don't give up even if you feel you're not being successful, even if you're eating cheat meals or you're off plan, just keep doing the habit every single day and eventually it just gets easier and it takes less energy. So if you're anything like me, once you've set your mind to a goal, a lot of times I found that, you know, I want to get from point A to point B as quickly as I can with doing as little work as I can. I want it to be easy. You know, I don't want it to be exhausting. And, you know, now I've kind of extended that road a little bit. I know that there's going to be bumps in the road. I know that there's going to be detours. And so what I do is just take the time because I know anything that's worth having that's good it takes time sometimes. And I didn't want to hear that in the beginning, right? I just wanted it right now. And I'm also embracing the journey, the good and the bad of it all. I mean, when I was in trade show season, I had two weeks where I didn't do as well as I wanted to. I didn't stay on track with food. Um, you know, I remember one of the times I was down in Seattle. I mean, I had very carb heavy meals late at night. I for lunch would go and have burgers or I would have hot dogs because they have amazing hot dog vendors right outside of the convention center. And so that caused me not to sleep well. And of course, I was turning to those types of things because I was struggling to gain energy. But one of the things that I did do, which I had gotten consistent with, was my intermittent fasting, which was a tool that I had picked up from one of my coaches. And so when I got home, I thought, oh man, I'm gonna gain like five or 10 pounds, I'm gonna feel deflated and this is gonna throw me off track, but you know what? It didn't, I actually only gained, I think one or two pounds from the whole week. I was absolutely surprised, but it was just one thing that I kept consistent that whole week, one thing, you know, and I was still tracking my food, so I guess you could say there's two but that actually kept me on track. You see, you don't have to be perfect. And I think that is the fun part of this journey, or you have to allow it to be fun, is that just embrace it, you know, embrace every part of it, just be present 
in what you're going through. If you're having a bad day and you feel like picking up some ice cream and just hanging out and watching Netflix, then do it. You know, for me right now, I can't do that because that's one of my trigger foods. But there's other things, you know, I right now love having a good piece of salami with some cheese on it. And, you know, that's not necessarily good for me, but it's okay. It's not going to completely derail my plan. And so, I just embrace every day. I learn from my mistakes. And, you know, you might not always feel like you're on track, but if you're still doing those habits that you're developing, it just becomes easier and you start to see the results before you know it. You do eventually get very close to the finish line and it's easier to maintain because, you know, it's not so hard to get there. So, you know, it doesn't always mean you're going to get the results when you want them, but just hang on because the journey is so worth it. If you're struggling to develop a better mindset or to start some habits or some goals, it's something that I've become really good at. I've started my life coaching business. And so let me know, you know, reach out. You can email me at info at the road to health dot me or you can visit my website. I do have a coaching page, which is the road to health dot me and you can sign up for an absolutely free 30 minute call. I will do my absolute best to give you as much value as possible. There's absolutely no commitment. If you just want to chat about things that you've been struggling with and maybe we can create a quick plan for you, get you some quick wins, I would love to hear from you. And guys, until next time, enjoy your journey and be safe. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my goal is to provide you with content that not only inspires you, but also provides information and strategies that you can use to implement in your own journey. I know from experience, it can be super hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I've worked with people to help them define their goals and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you would like to take advantage of a free 30-minute call to figure out how to achieve your goals, visit my website today at www.theroadtohealth.me. When you're there, make sure you download the latest copy of my five tips to staying positive while working from home. And until next time, be safe and healthy.